I'm Sabrina. I'm Cole. And you're listening to... Bitchin' Metal. Yeah, boy, we're this week. No, month. We've gone monthly because because I want to. Anyway, we're going to start this episode off with an interview with Canada's Smolder. I'll... Yeah. Canada's good. Canada, I like Canada. Canada is good. And, of course, as we do with all interviews, uh, you get to hear a song. And then we'll play some more metal. And there's another interview. I interviewed Black Viper. Cool dudes. Good music. And then it's going to be just like a avalanche of music from albums that are releasing in the month of May. And there's a lot of music out there. That's a good now, thing. I mean, I'm not even like, this isn't even all of it. This is just the iceberg tip. Yup. If there was ever a shortage of metal, I probably wouldn't listen to it anymore. That's a lie. I'd always be listening <laughs> to metal, though I'm joking. Don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's too good. But there's plenty of bad. But fuck the bad. Let's dive into the good. Here is Smolder Interview. First off, I appreciate you guys taking the time to sit and talk with me. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. So let's start off with introducing you two so that our listeners know who we are talking with from Smolder. I'm Sarah. I'm the vocalist. Um, Vincent, I play guitars. And we formed the band uh, back in 2013. Yeah. Excellent. So, first off, uh, the new album is excellent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and mm. that album art that you guys picked is amazing. Yeah, yeah. we are pretty stoked on it. Um, yeah, we wanted it to have an impact, so. Yeah, it's definitely like... Um, one of those things where I, I grew up with like Frank Frazetta paintings and Boris Vallejo paintings and stuff like that around me because my dad's like really into sword and sorcery. And so when I first saw that painting, like it's a Michael Whelan, uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, this is our album cover. It has to be our album cover. So yeah, like two years ago, I think. I yeah, mean, it took a long time to actually get to that a, point. But <laughs> Michael Whelan art book, like $4 at the store. And we're just like, OK, <laughs> album cover. Yeah. I think it pretty perfectly encapsulates what we sound like, too. <laughs> Definitely. Indeed. I actually found uh, the fantasy novel that it was put on back in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Well of Shuan? Did you like it? I haven't read it yet. I just picked it up. Yeah, it's part of a trilogy, actually. Yeah. Um, it's weird because it's the second book in the trilogy, and I, I read that. I read it first before I read the other two. Oh, so it was, yeah. it's a little confusing, <laughs> but um, it's a cool trilogy, though. Yeah, very good. Well, that's good. Good to know, because I I bought three the the three books. Oh, perfect. Though I saw that there was a fourth, so I haven't found that one yet. Hmm. I don't know about the fourth one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know either. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe the internet lied to me, but uh, speaking of the themes in the music of very fantasy driven um one of the songs that you guys have the first song on the album is uh alien of 
Carathorm? Yeah, you got that, it. That, that is from the uh, Brass Castle series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the... Chronicles of Count Brass. Yeah, Brass. it's like one of the only... Well, I think it is the only iteration of the Eternal Champion that's a woman. Um, and it's only like one story, like one short story uh, yes. when the Eternal Champion wakes up in Alien's body. But, I mean, like some of the Eternal Champion books... Um, I mean, the original trilogy, uh, I think, is like the pinnacle of Michael Moorcock's writing. Um, some of them are not as interesting as the others, but that story in particular, I really, really loved it. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, like, aside from Alien, there's another, like, female warrior in the story named Katinka Van Back, and I'm pretty sure that she very strongly inspired, um, uh, what is it, Brienne of Tarth from, like, A Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. She's, like, a badass, like, basically huge warrior, like, the same way, and, like, yeah, she's she's really good at yielding a battle axe. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Um, what are maybe some other fantasy influences that have inspired the music? Uh, do you mean just from like a novel perspective, or from... or anything? It could be a, a game, a movie, a book, a piece of art. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff. Like we. We're both really avid pulp fiction, like sword and sorcery um, book readers. Uh, we have got a huge collection of sword and sorcery films. Like mm-hmm. my favorite of all time is probably Dragon Slayer, and after that, it's the Sorceress. Um, and yeah, just like painters. So you think of like Frank Frazetta, Boris Vallejo, or um, Alfonso Mucha, those kinds of people. And then from a like a metal perspective, obviously, there's like tons of fantasy metal bands that are yeah. fantastic. Like you know, yeah. Miller Road and Candlemas and Eternal Champion and Blind Guardian and, and like mm-hmm. Chastain and Sirith Uncle and like all that other stuff. Like we definitely come from that lineage of just like, you know, we like, we like analog media and uh, that's what we wanted to do is like make something that, you know, was reflective of that love. Very cool. Uh, speaking of uh, Sirith Uncle, you guys are going to be sh- playing a uh, Legion of Metal Fest with those guys, right? Yeah, it's in less than like three weeks two now. Weeks, two weeks, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Um, we've actually seen Sarah Thungle a bunch of times. Um, and the first time that almost all of Smolder hung out and we decided that we wanted to add Colin and Kevin to the band was uh, when Sarah Thungle played their first reunion show at yeah. Frost and Fire Metal Fest. Uh, so we all ended up, like, the, the day that it got announced, Vincent texts me and he goes, hey, like, Sarah Thungle just got announced for frost and fire and i mm-hmm. texted him back 10 minutes later and i said well i bought two tickets you want to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um i was really excited like i i personally really love sirith Ungle. um and so we ended up going to the festival it was fucking awesome we hung out with like colin and kevin uh had a just absolute blast i think so. it was just colin that was there kevin yeah. was there wasn't he uh, i don't think so am i crazy <laughs> fine friends yeah there's colin and two other friends uh yeah but... I, thought kevin was. I thought he was too because i i said that in an earlier interview and then he kevin pointed it out and was like, oh, really oh there. my god uh, <laughs> sorry he was but... there in spirit yeah, yeah the following year um we were all we were actually all at the festival in chicago uh minus uh adam right right um, yeah <laughs> fuck yeah. yep <laughs> sounds like it's hard to get all of you in one 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 space 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. We, um, I mean, just operating internationally is always a challenge, uh, especially like at the level that we're at. Like we're not a, you know, a band like, I don't know, like Neurosis or something like Neurosis members, they all live in different cities. But when you're a big band and you're playing for a thousand people per night, like that's not nearly as much of a challenge. Whereas for us, you know, we got two members in the, in the United States mm. and the three of us here and we make it work. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Like now that we're getting such good offers thrown at us, uh, it makes more sense for us to work with it. But we've also played with like some fill in members and that kind of stuff just to like make things work. Yeah. Well, neat. Uh, also saw that you guys were playing Witches Hex in August. How exciting is that to be among other female musicians? It got uh, canceled. No! Yeah, yeah, which is really too bad. Um, we we're really looking forward to playing with like Bitch and with uh, Solicitor and with Outline Siren and Siren Hex. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like really badass, um, you know, bands that include women that we were stoked to play with, but. Unfortunately, like there was just too much going on in the organizer's life, so she ended up having to cancel the fest a couple of weeks ago. Um, but like she's the mastermind behind um, Speed Close, and like she's got a lot of shit going on. So, you know, I'm sure she'll come back with something else in the future that's equally badass. <laughs> yeah, she's right. right. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Um. So I know that you guys are have have mentioned your fondness for uh cruz de la sur music uh label that you guys got signed to what, what was that like for you when you were approached to be signed to this label it was really ridiculous like he, if, enrico the guy who runs the fest or the label he reached out to us before we went to play hammer of doom last year um and he just said hey like hey sarah i, I was hoping to chat with you and smolder at the festival and so obviously I came to the guys and, you know, most bands have like a terrible band chat on Facebook yeah. and we're no exception. And I remember coming to the guys being like, hey, guys, like Cruz Del Sur wants to chat with us. And pretty much everyone was just collectively like, oh, my fucking God, yeah. <laughs> we're so excited. Yeah, especially like before, like the album had even been like announced. Or, like, yeah. And like not only that, but we had two songs like and they yeah. they offered us, you know, they said that they were interested. And then when we got to the festival, we performed. um, I mean, we were the opening band, which is, you know, in North America, that's like a fucking death sentence. But in Europe, at a European festival like that, like they book opening bands because they want people to show up early. And we just got out on stage at like 12 o'clock in the morning, like 12 p.m. noon. And there was mm -hmm. a thousand people and it was packed. Yeah. And we were just like, holy shit. So we ended up playing. And then right after that, Enrico came to chat with us. And it was pretty old school. Like he came and talked to us and offered us a record deal and yeah you know we worked it all out in the accompanying months but he's been great like he's got such an amazing roster and uh crystal Star is just like one of our favorite labels um you know they've put out so many interesting albums by so many good bands yeah so. and they've signed so many great bands recently like lunar shadow and raven sire and yeah yeah, yeah they got lord weird really slav cool. back and they've got that really sick italian traditional metal band <gasps> Vulture's Vengeance? Yeah, Vulture's Vengeance. Yeah. I fucking love that band. Yeah, really tight. Um, but yeah, like, Cruise Elsewhere has been great to us. They're just wonderful to deal with. Yeah. Really supportive. Plus, Enrico totally saved our ass because we went to uh, Keep It True <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and it turns out that we had booked a hotel in the wrong city by accident. <gasps> and Enrico totally saved our butts. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That's yeah. a 
That's a good guy to have on your side, it sounds yeah, like. Definitely. Yeah, he really advocates for his bands. And it's hard to find labels that do that because, you know, like the music industry and the music business and owning a record label, it's an expensive thing. And it's really easy yeah. to lose money. So I think he's got like a really good ear and a really good eye and he's on top of his shit. Very nice. Well, that's good to hear, especially since the uh, the environment is kind of volatile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. If you could collaborate with any living musician, who would it be? <laughs> what do we say? I'm know. sure there's a, a laundry list. <laughs> I mean, like, I what I really want to happen is I want Reverend Bizarre to get back together, like, really badly. And I know that they won't because they're very like steadfast about not getting the band back together but they used to do splits with like all of the underground bands that are now like doom legends um and i would love to do a split with them i think we'll probably ask lord vicar to do a split with them like they've done another split with uh funeral circle who is a canadian epic doom band or was a canadian epic doom band and funeral mm-hmm. lord vicar is like you know now touring and they got a new album and all that other stuff um I've been friends with Kimmy Karki of Lord Vicar and Reverend Bazaar for a really long time, just because we're both um, like metal scholars. Uh, we both have like our masters in sociology and musicology. So like we've talked many times over the years, so I'm sure I'll one day just be like, excuse me, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> make music with us, please. <laughs> yeah. We're a few bands about uh, some sp- uh, like a few split releases that yeah. come in the, in the following years. So um yeah we want to work with everyone the doom scene is like pretty tight-knit i think um and it's i feel like it's a lot more collaborative than other subgenres of heavy metal and it's probably just because like true doom itself like which is you know kind of the kind of style that we play it's small and so you know there's not very many bands that play the style and everybody tends to know each other and tends to support each other which is like a really nice change because death metal is not like that <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm really glad that there's a, a really strong community there yeah i mean it's helpful like the internet is what brings it together because i think 15 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago like nobody really knew each other and all these doom bands were isolated from one another like i mean even if you look at like the history of doom and the creation of it like saint vitus and trouble probably knew of each other but like pentagram was isolated pagan altar was isolated which Finder general is isolated so all these bands were kind of like coming up with a similar style, but like, you know, in spite of each other's existence and probably like unbeknownst to each other. So it's a lot more like integrative now, which is super helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. What is your music making process? Um, well, we've got like, like being, being so far away from the other members, we, um, we write stuff in, like in tabs and like send it back and forth, um, just like bouncing ideas off each other. And like sometimes one of us will like write like a full song, and then someone will come in and like you know change this part or like add some drums. Or um, and then other times like two or three of us will all work on a song. Um, yeah, we tend to like. We, I mean, we we we've all. With the exception of me, I shouldn't say we've all been in bands, but all the guys in the band have been in the band for a long time, or in different bands for a long time. And so Smolder is kind of like the culmination of like years and years and years of work. Um, so even though it seems like we 
kind of got we exploded overnight it like there was you know four or five years before that where you know we were writing songs all as individuals and uh when it came to you know actually writing the album it was just nice to be like hey we have all these old and new ideas and when we started like yeah. putting everything together and it just there was a lot of synchronicity so it just really helped yeah, like uh, the, the album come out quickly. <laughs> yeah, because like the majority of the songs on the album existed in one form or another, like for years. Yeah. Before. Yeah, the only so. like truly brand new song was "Shadowy Sisterhood." Yeah. Yeah. Which we wrote like in the weeks before, like shortly before the demo came out. So. Yeah, like Vincent and I wrote that one pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it was the quickest we wrote, I've ever written a song. I think. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah. So with all the songwriting, does that mean you guys just have like a book of songs for future albums already? Yeah, I mean, we got a lot already. Um, a lot of it's kind of piecemeal right now. Like yeah. We're currently working on um, like working on some covers and some new material for, you know, Split and just to, you know, make sure that we <clears throat> are jamming enough and everything. It's just like good to have as many songs as possible under your belt. So yeah. And we're kind of also like looking at, um, you know, what the theme of the next album is going to be and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. We're trying to be really proactive because like for a new band, especially at our level, like it makes more sense for us to um, release another album within two years as opposed to waiting. Like if we were a much bigger band, we could say, you know, it could be anywhere from like four to eight years and that would be okay. But we're small and we'd like to really capitalize on the interest that people have. Yeah, we've got lots of ideas, so it won't, it won't be hard to... Yeah, everybody's yeah, just chomping at the bit, so. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I, I'm glad that we won't have to wait too long for for another excellent album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the next one's going to be totally different, so. Hey, that sounds great. I don't know if it's... No, I, I mean thematically, yeah. 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 Go into totally different territory. I mean, there'll still like, always be sword and sorcery themed songs, for sure. It's always yeah. going to be about women killing men. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they had it coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, I showed uh, Smolder to my to my father, okay. and uh, he really he really likes it. He's like, "Oh, tell Sarah she's got a great voice." I'm like, "Okay, Dad, I will." <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, right? Dad. <laughs> um, and he's uh, he mentioned how every time he listens to it, uh, he he hears something different. And oh, I'm like, great. I think that's a good sign of of a well made song and an album yeah yeah we were um it's interesting because i don't think like when we first started out uh vincent and i were very we were like oh we're gonna be slow doom you know like we wanted to be way more reverend bizarre lamp of thought style mm -hmm. uh and when we first started out i was on drums he was on guitars and vocals um and the first like several tracks that we wrote were just a lot more they were just slower, like much slower. Yeah, like Sword Woman was originally slower. Yeah, um, we had another track called like Rats in the Walls. We had like, I mean, it's other stuff that eventually will come up. and It's being reworked. Yeah. yeah, but it's interesting to like see the original iteration of the band versus like what we sound like now. Because originally it was like, yeah, we're going to be a Doom band, like capital D Doom. Um, and now it's like a mixture of like Doom, power metal and speed metal, which I think is good. Like. It's important to be dynamic. I think a lot mm -hmm. of bands kind of uh, get lost in um, feeling like, oh, well, we should sound a certain way or be a certain speed to like stick around thematically. It's like the really interesting bands that I think stand the test of time are the ones that um, 
you know, they have a sound, but they also deviate from it. And like those deviations tend to end up being the ones that are like loved the most by fans because it just demonstrates that like fans are a bit more robust and a little bit more experimental. So yeah, we'll definitely be doing that for the next album. Oh yeah, absolutely. I really want like a, a black metal kind of style doom song. Like I want something that's like weird black metal, like not traditional black metal, but like the way that, you know, Dionysiac does it where it just like gets into this, like really like, you know, tremolo, like blast beat kind of stuff. Assembly dusk. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That sounds awesome. I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. (laughs) Well, tell your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Be like, Dad, hold on. There might be blast beats. (laughs) 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 He's he's pretty cool. I think he could jam with it. Um, Okay, so this is my my goofy question. Okay. Uh, If you could transform into any mythical creature, what would it be? Dragon. Good answer. <laughs> what would you be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a, a dragon is like the... The coolest. Like the pinnacle, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, uh, a dragon is the pinnacle. <laughs> I mean, Maybe you could be a unicorn and I'll be a dragon and you could be a unicorn yeah, riding like a, a dragon. A griffin. <laughs> a griffin would be yeah. sick. A griffin and a unicorn, you're yeah. just best buds. <laughs> <laughs> or a giant serpent. I think you should be a wizard. Be a dragon, you be a wizard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shifting sorcerer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sean or Vincent would be a shape shifting sorcerer, and yeah. I would be a dragon. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, since you guys are so into reading, I am really interested to hear what you have been reading lately. Oh. Um, here, I, you answer um, first because I have to go get my book because it's so fucking awesome. I recently just finished reading um, Song of Ice and Fire, well, all the books that are available currently, because um, I had only ever watched the show. Like mm. Sarah and I are huge into the show. We've watched all episodes multiple times, and we're extremely stoked for the new episode tonight. Yeah! Um, <laughs> ah, yes. I'm currently, I'm currently going back and reading some uh, Michael Moorcock books um for lyrical inspiration on a song that i'm trying to complete so and i'm i'm reading this book that i found at a bookstore like three weeks ago it's called the warrior witch of hell and it's fucking awesome it's by this woman named aza drake and it's got a boris vallejo cover so when i picked it up at the bookstore it's got like this woman on this like black stallion that's like rearing into the sky and she's got like a power ring and a sword and there's all these like dragons flying around and uh, the book itself is, like, really interesting. It's about this, like, this warrior who uh, makes a pact with the devil to, like, save her child. And then she becomes, like, a, a, a warrior witch of hell. And she has to go, like, defeat this evil sorcerer. And it's it's really good. And it's definitely going to be the source of a new Smolder song. Because I am loving it. <laughs> Dude, that, that sounds great. And I'm definitely going to have to look into that. <laughs> Every time I ask this, like I interviewed uh, Eternal Champion and Jason just gave me all of these great titles and I'm like, I have to find all these books. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so much good. I mean, like Eternal Champion's really, I think Jason like in particular is a really fucking good lyricist. Like he, I mean, he obviously is like writing within the Eternal Champion universe, but he's writing his own stories and like his his lyrical phrasing is insane. Like he's just, he's so good at it. And it's because like, he has a lot more experience, you know, with bands and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And I, I really envy him. And like, obviously we, 
you know, we take influence from Eternal Champion. We're inspired by them. And like we worked with, you know, their drummer to like mix and master our album. And it's kind of funny because like people often are like, oh, obviously you guys want to be Eternal Champion. I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> obviously we like them because they're great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's cool to like, you know, kind of operate within a similar universe as them, but also, you know, beyond the Moorcock universe, like we're really into like the Robert E. Howard and like the, you know, like Jirel of Jowry is, is the book that's the inspiration behind Black God's Kiss and uh, the Sword Woman, the, the actual book by Robert E. Howard is obviously the inspiration of the Sword Woman. Um, and mm-hmm. then like the Dragonlance yeah, the Dragon universe series, yeah. is like Voyage of the Sun Chaser and like, yeah, like we, we, we've been inspired by a lot of different books. Like we just like pulpy dragon slaying shit you know because <laughs> it's fun yeah exactly yeah. like metal's funny that way like you know some people have said to us like oh it's, your music's is like kind of cheesy and like it's escapist and, and yeah it, yeah it is cheesy and escapist but obviously like all of these fantasy themes like we're also singing and playing and like operating and commenting on like the things that are happening in the real world it's just easier to kind of obscure them through these like ridiculous mythological fantasy yeah. driven you know references so right where you can take your problems and bash them with a sword set them on fire <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah like it's we're just in this really weird time right now where everybody is really pissed off and the socio-political climate's really bad and i think sometimes people need to like have something old-fashioned and ridiculous and fun to just like remind them that you know not everything is so terrible. And, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. I agree. Let's see. I think this might be our last question. Uh, what have you been listening to? Well, we oh. both just got back from Keep It True, right? Keep yeah, It True? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought a, a ton of albums. Uh, like uh, Twisted Tower Dyer, um, Crest of Martyrs, Tanabas, um, sorry, The Isle of Hydra. It's an album I've been after for a long time. Just amazing, pounding, epic metal. Um, another one uh, called Dark Age. It's a U.S. power metal band. Um, I know Sarah got a Liege Lord. Yeah, I got the Freedom's Rise, Rise and got an album by Dark Corderer, who are just like an awesome old school doom band that's like really strange. And then like the best thing that I found at, at uh, Keep It True was uh, Santa Lucia. Uh, they're a Finnish all-female band. Uh, speed metal style band uh from like the late 80s and they sound like voivod meets the b-52s and it's like <laughs> the fucking weirdest album and they sing all in finnish which like i'm uh i have dual citizenship in finland and uh we're like vincent and i are actually aiming to like att- eventually like relocate to europe so it's been really nice to like listen to that album and like hear other people speaking finnish because it's hard to find that in toronto it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah i bet um, I also got the the debut from uh, uh, Chevalier. Oh yeah, Destiny Calls. Chevalier rules, like, which I think is yeah, they do my favorite album of the year so far. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a solid album. I really like yeah. it. They're fucking great. We um, you know, we we know those guys. Like they're obviously like on the our label sub label. Um, and we also hung out with them when we went to Finland uh, last time, which is great. So. Very cool. Man, the more I learn about the connections, the the smaller and more tight-knit the metal scene seems to be. Oh, yeah. It's like everybody knows somebody. 
<laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, like, that's how you do a band, you know? It's like, I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, success often comes in conjunction with, like, your connections, you know? And, like, part of becoming successful in the metal scene, like, you should go to shows and you should buy your friends' albums and you should, like, share that stuff online and you should pay to go to festivals because, like, all that kind of stuff helps build up momentum and it also means that like all the people that you've supported you know end up supporting you and like i mean cavalier is a great example of that like tom from cavalier is like well-known dude in the metal scene he works his ass off and like people have been supporting his band like because it's awesome but also because tom's a good dude so he told me (laughs) yeah um but yeah like it's yeah it's it's important you gotta you gotta pay your respects and pay your dues (laughs) definitely Cool. Well, uh, I like to play a song after my interviews, and I have played, because I've had you guys, I played you on my first episode, I played Sword Woman, and on my episode 15, I played Bastard Steel, so what song besides those two would you like me to play after this interview? Cool. Uh, maybe Black God's Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> the nine-minute track? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of nine-minute tracks. Yeah, all right. Bastard Black Ops. I I've played longer, we'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, I mean Black Ops Kiss has been an interesting one for us. Um it's a polarizing song. Um just like Bastard Steel is. We've seen mostly like really positive reviews of Bastard Steel. And then it's like, ah, oh, we thought this was a doom band. And then some people who are like, Black Ops Kiss is too long. And I'm like, take take this too long and like shove it up your butt. Yeah, it's been I weird reading, awesome. reading all the reviews coming out. Like some people say like Black Ops Kiss is the weakest track. Other people say it's like the strongest or like, it's, yeah. It's badass. That's all all you need to know. Mm-hmm. It's my I favorite. Song, so. <laughs> and it starts in three, two, one.
that was a badass song by Smolder. Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 Um, for what is it? Nine minutes and five seconds. That wasn't bad at all. Oh, you mean like lengthwise? Yeah. I don't know. I think I've listened to so many like slow, slow bands that I've gotten used to. Like, and there's enough going on in this song, which I really like. Uh, it seemed like there was quite a few movements. Uh, which I really appreciate, and I also appreciate her her vocals. Um, Dad was right. Yes, your father was right. <laughs> um, I like I like when vocalists are are okay with like using like effects and stuff. Like I like the echo and the reverb on vocals. Like plain vocals, I like, but I like it when people like. Put a little, a little something, put something. Put a little salt and pepper in it. Zazz it up. Exactly. Zatarans, Zatarans vocals. That's what it is. <laughs> Why isn't that like some sort of Cajun rice? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I like that song. Uh, the beginning of it, and of course, you already know me by now. I hope that ten years. I hope. Right. That. I mean, the start of a song, like, I'm already going to like it. And I like the fact that they, it sounded like Sabbath. So I'm like, immediately like, all right. On board. Super on board. But they definitely like, they definitely like blend through, through different genres. So that's, that's a good thing too. Yeah. It keeps things interesting and keeps it from getting stale. Yeah. Yeah. And like Sarah said in the interview, like bands that experiment and don't stick to when she said that i immediately thought of like tech death bands and they're like <laughs> oh make gotta stay tech death and just you're creating those boundaries for yourself and it uh-huh. just like really dulls things out so like that flexibility yeah in creation is a strong point i think that's why i like you know people like Eson so much because he's able to he I mean there he has his certain sound that carries out through all of his albums but everything every single thing is different it's more progressive than the the last album they're willing to take a chance and try something new it's a good thing push them boundaries it's the best thing you can do fuck yeah good stuff though well let's keep the uh epic Doom traditional metal train a rollin' with Monasterium. Choo choo. Oh yeah, this is a Polish band releasing their second full length album, Church of Bones, uh, that released May sixth on Nine Records. This band uh, does have some fantasy elements in their lyrics, history, mythology, spirituality. Uh, they've been around since 2014. Uh, they are made up of experienced music- musicians that were brought together by their shared passion f- and common vision and belief in the power of traditional metal. And we're going to listen to La Danse Macabre. Which I I see you laughing over there. You should say it how you said it earlier. It sounded very much Spanish. La cobre. No, I, that's the <laughs> la danse macabre. 
that's uh, garbage. Anyway, enough tech. Let's listen to the song. Yeah. Thank you. 
So, what'd you think of Monsterium? Monsterium. Monsterium. Which is where a monk hangs out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was was good. Um, Liked the, I definitely liked the guitars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Liked the bass. Mm -hmm. Vocals were good. Um, there was a little part in there, and keep in mind, you know, we, we draw from things that we've heard before, and it may not be spot on, uh, but there's a little, uh, slow acoustic part in there, and, uh, like for just a split second, it kind of reminded me of, uh, the acoustic parts of Fragments of Unbecoming, which is a German... Swedish-styled death metal band. It was only like a brief moment, but I was like, ah, oh, yes. You gotta have the the slow stuff and the and the heavy stuff. I I like that. What's what's the word when it's like? Is it contrast? Uh, like, uh you go from like super heavy to like contrast, highs, lows, dynamics. Yeah, something like that. I like that. Like giving the music space to breathe, and then and then coming back in and and crushing it. Yes, that and that like little like groove thing that they had going yes. on. I was like, mm, yeah. That was definitely the the riffs were groovy. Fuck yeah, that was some groovy epic doom. I like it. Good job, boys. Keep keep it up. Keep on keeping on. Well. We're going to keep it nice and traditional. We're going to move on to our second interview of the episode. I had the pleasure of sitting down with two of the guys from Black Viper. And we're going to listen to a song uh, picked by the interviewees. It's another 10-minute-long mm, doozy, because... I can handle that. Because you can handle it. You're not a pussy bitch. <laughs> I'm not and, a little bitch. And it's it's a good song. So, Let's here it, it goes. I'm here with Black Viper. Would you gentlemen please introduce yourselves? And what you do in the band? Oh, well, um, my name is uh, Salvador. I am the singer. Yeah, my name is Kato. I... Uh, uh, play drums uh, on the album and guitar live, and I yeah compose songs, yeah write lyrics. Yeah. Very nice. He's the godfather of Black Viper. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's very modest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Uh, so you guys been around since uh, 2012, but you've only released your first full length last year, correct? Is it last year? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's September 14th. With the full length, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the full mm. length. Yeah, I released a demo 2016, I think. Yeah. Early. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I should add that I recorded one uh, or several several demo songs back in like 2013. I also tried to record an EP in 2014, but I scrapped it because, uh, yeah, that You're was like how it went. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is that Black Viper was a one-man band yeah. gotcha. from 2012 to 2016. 2015, I think then we met the yeah. guitarist and it all uh, the snowball got rolling and uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It was a long way, but now we're reached the goal. Yeah. 
Very yeah. nice. So when it comes to creating the music, it's is it mostly your input and then other people add theirs, or how does it? What yeah. is your music making process? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, just sit with my guitar in like an inspired moment. Uh, I just I just play guitar. I never play guitar to like practice. I just sit down and play riffs and. Sometimes a good riff comes, I save it and I build. And uh, yeah, if uh, the other members in the band have something to say, they yeah speak up. Yeah, we usually <laughs> they're don't. free to add uh, <laughs> add whatever they want. Uh, it just have to be good for everybody, of course. Yeah, we with the album that got released with Hellions of Fire, we he made all the songs a couple of years before, uh, except for one. Yeah, and yeah. then he came with them. Some songs were from like 2013. Yeah, and then the latest was completed the year we recorded the album. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, it was a long process. But yeah, so many of the songs they were already done, yeah. but now we're actually practicing or making some new stuff. Yeah. Mm. And we had some yeah. rehearsals. I mean, a couple. Yeah, where we just let's play some new stuff. Let's just jam it out. That's the best since yeah. many of these songs have been with us for like. Uh, how many years now? Oh shit, four or five? No more. Oh, for me at least, yeah. like yeah, five, six years. So it's good to have something fresh. I mean, yeah. I already actually made like half an album like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna scrap it. Uh, I'm gonna save something from it now and uh, just make the best album we can make. No. Very cool. So does that mean you guys are already working on a follow-up? Oh okay. yeah. 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 Bitch and exclusive. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hot news. For right sure. here. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Let's see. Uh, looks like you guys are playing uh, Steel City Sorcery Fest in Austria later this year. In September, yeah. Okay. Actually, on my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> that That's sounds good. like a good way to celebrate. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Total ego trip. Like it's yeah. my birthday. I'm gonna play live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go and get drunk. Oh, hail me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I saw. Pretty soon you're playing in Gothenburg with Agent Steel. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good. Um, May the 4th? Yeah. 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 May the 4th we're going to play with Agent Steel and Swedish... Armory? Armory, yeah. Yeah. Which are cool. And yeah, that's going to be a hell of a, oh, hell of a show. that's going to be harsh. The, <laughs> I mean, Agent Steel is one of... If we, sh we would talk inspirations, it would be like yeah. totally up there. Like top... Top three. Top five. Top, top five. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So is it kind of like a dream to play with these bands? We never, I never thought about it like, uh, fuck, that would be cool. But when it was proposed to us, it was like, yeah, fuck yeah, of course. Yeah. We actually said that we didn't want to play any more gigs this year. Something like that. Yeah, and then this uh, yeah. opportunity came up and we were like, we got to do it. Yeah, why I mean, not? shit, we got to do it. I just hope they still know how to, uh, to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's see. I heard some live uh, live stuff from uh, John Sarri's band, or yeah, it was called Eden Steel then, I think. When you played Sweden Rock. Sweden Rock, yeah. and it sounded good. I mean, he wore like sunglasses and uh, short hair. Cargo pants. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, who cares? He sang really good, so I hope he got a good backing band because that's fucking important too. I think, yeah. So. Mm. For sure. Mm. Well, I always like to know the people that are making the music that I enjoy. What are they listening to? Oh god! Oh, that's uh, <laughs> just like Moment the most recent thing. Extremely, and it can, <laughs> you know, there's yeah. We love variety because yeah. 
One oh, can't yeah. survive on There's the no ball. other option for me, at least. <laughs> I mean, I listen to fucking techno, I listen to house music, I listen to synth pop, I listen to disco, I listen to oh, yeah. everything. Well, yeah, we'll drop some drop some names. I love looking the shut up later. Look, uh, on the <laughs> way here, I'll listen to the soundtrack of Greece. <laughs> yeah, that's a good soundtrack. <laughs> Great soundtrack. Every family should have uh, one. I actually have like soundtrack. four copies of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dedication right there. I mean, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good, it's a good play. It's good everything. Yeah. Yeah. I can really sing, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's cool. He should play an agent still. Huh? He, he got should. the looks. <laughs> <laughs> still? Still today? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Fat and bald. Or, yeah. Fat and bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's Aren't we all? Yeah, <laughs> Sooner or later? <laughs> Right. I mean, any name, new names. bands. I mean, new bands or when, like. When you ask that, I love to. to I love to drop new bands. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't have like equal taste all the time. No, but not we at We could uh, sweep swap. I mean, Chevalier is fucking killer. Yeah, oh, they're yes. good. I love them. I love their new album. Them. Yeah, I just heard one song, but it was fucking great. Also, yeah, Mystique is good. I think. I think it's really good. Um, Swedish Mystique. Yeah, they're Indeed. good. Yeah, I mean, the demo so was many good. good so many good new bands. Uh, oh, yeah. I just came for, from work, so my brain is a little dead. <laughs> no judgment. I totally uh, get that. Fuck, I've been listening to a lot of... Uh, lately, I've been listening to a lot of Crimson Glory. Crimson Glory? Crimson, Crimson Glory, yeah. Hmm, I'm not um, Oh, you should know them. You should, uh, don't I you know them? I mean, Chevalier, American, yes. American metal from the 80s. Yeah. They, they, they ah, were 80s. almost big, I think. Like yeah, they almost had a hit in like in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Well, I will have to definitely... It's extremely good. We are a bit inspired by them, I would say, in a way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Guitar playing. Really mighty, yeah. epic. Oh, they're US good. Metal. They're good. Fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Some new bands. I mean, Inculter just released their yeah. album last Friday. Uh, which is a massive beast. Mm. Um, Sepulchre released last year. Yeah, it sounded good. I heard it one time. Yeah, it it's, good. <laughs> it's, that's like a death metal thrash thing. Mm. There's, uh, there's so there's many bands. There's so many bands. I mean, uh, oh, I, I, uh, in, in, <laughs> in every genre, not only metal. I mean, and, yeah. yeah. And punk too. I mean, there, there's so many good stuff. Huh? Oh yeah, Primer Regimen from Colombia. Oof. Yeah, there's some good hardcore punk. Okay. Mm. Mm. Cool. Well, let's see. Ooh, if you could collaborate with any living musician, <laughs> Andre Neb from the press. <laughs> he's a, like, a, what, should, what should I say? He's a Polish who moved to Norway in the 80s or late 70s, maybe. Uh, he got like two fingers on one hand and he plays like guitar and things but it does sound like a joke actually <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's maybe Norway's only good post-punk band from that is <laughs> it would be fun but no any living musician any living musician yeah I got too many Chuck Schultners when I asked this question <laughs> oh yeah well uh, I don't know I mean, Sebastian Bach seems like a riot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be killer. Yeah. I could be uh, like the manager or something. Oh, uh, oh shit. That I would be awesome. I'd be his Level brody. up to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who saw him uh, a few years back, and he still puts on like an excellent show. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I would think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's such a... Such a yeah, I mean, lively guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like the rock and roll incarnate. 
So it's like nowadays. So yeah. It's like, eh? like this big ass, tall. It's like life incarnate. Pro- yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he knows how to have fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would guess it. <laughs> All right. I like to ask. Uh, this, is gonna be, this is my goofy question. Oh, and goofy. it does stump some people. <laughs> if you could transform into any mythical creature, what would it be? Mythical creature. Oh, Eskimos. I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> Eskimos are I haven't mythical. seen them. So. <laughs> Who knows? But they're real, I swear. Really? Uh, okay. Any mythical creature? Anything. Oof. Not Phoenix. That would be the most typical thing to say, I guess. Oh, yeah. I've uh, gotten it at least once. Mythical creature. Nakin? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's brutal. What, who? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah, how do you say it in English? He lives in water. He's like a Norwegian myth. Ooh. He rises uh, from the water and, and yeah. kidnaps people. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, maidens, mostly. Maidens. But he does kidnap people. He that did kidnap come. Steve Harris last year, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> 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 right. He comes from the water. He's like the, In Norway, we have like these uh, swamps. Yeah. Uh, kind of swamp. They're not really swamps, but mm. I don't have any English equivalent. I think I know what you're no. talking about. There's that uh, artist. I know Burzum used some of his art Still for his covers. Yeah. And it's just like this ominous Yes, like, on the water with the that's eyes. Right. Yeah, that's yes. the guy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and got the water lately. And when people like come close to the edge of the, 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 the like water, he picks you up. Yeah, he's not even seducing them or luring them. No, he just fucks just, you up. Yeah. So does he eat them? No, he keeps you capturing it, and I think some of them are sex slaves. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know the guy, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I was a Bigfoot, I thought a bit, so yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot? Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why it's not? Cool. Then Why you not? can fuck with people. Yeah, I could stomp this knocking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm underwater, so. Yeah, yeah good luck fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot doesn't shower. Mmm, <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what uh, what keeps you inspired and motivated to make music? Listening to music, yeah, like uh, yeah, keeping up with uh, with new bands and keeping up up with old bands, checking out old bands. I mean, music, music, music. <laughs> There's no better way to say it. Yeah, what he said. Fair enough. Mm. Oh, uh, what do you eat? For breakfast. Oh, what the ultimate rock and roll question. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's at hand. Two slices of bread with some good uh, salty stuff on it and milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, whatever's at hand. When it's just anything within <laughs> anything. arms reach. I wake up hungry. Cold pizza. I would eat it. Oh, that sounds good. Moldy pizza, I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> well, it's good to know you're not a picky eater. No, I'm not. As, as long as it's, it's not fish... I will eat it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what are you guys reading? Ooh, I actually ordered a book. Uh, I would uh, like download it today because I got this app, Kindle app, where you can read it on your phone. Right. And it's pretty convenient, actually, when you're traveling and you just want a book in a second. Right. It's good. But now I'm reading Knut Amsun, Palm. Fucking great book. Uh, and yeah. I just, as I said, I just download. I just tried to download the new Bettison Ellis book, White. It's called. It was actually going to be called White Privileged Male, but it's going to be called White. <laughs> and it's my favorite <laughs> author. It's fucking amazing. Very you cool. probably know, like American Psycho and yeah. Less Than Zero. Yeah. American Psycho is 
Well, Amazing. I know the movie. Yeah, I love the movie. But the book is like beyond good. <laughs> oh, they're always better. Yeah, always it's better. always like that. It is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was reading a Bukowski book, uh, Factotum. Factotum? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, nice. I didn't realize that was a book. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Great. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> well, I just finished, I don't really read that much. I'm more like a movie guy, but um, I just finished reading um, Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh. Mm. Uh, the book is friggin' awesome. Nice. Uh, the new movie. When is that book from? Like uh, fucking eighties something. Yeah, yeah, it is from that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I definitely remember that they made a movie in the eighties. Yeah. And yeah. that's the one I saw part of. Yeah, it's not that good, but it's, I mean, it's it's all right. The yeah. new one's sucky. I saw it last night. Don't oh. watch it. Don't don't <laughs> go see it. Okay, good to know. No, it's bad. It's but the book is good. So they were kind of like uh, quick to pick up on Stephen King's uh, stories in the 80s then, I guess. Because yeah, I mean, like it's so many movies. Good movies so are from uh, the 80s. So it's, not, yeah, it's almost like movie scripts then, <laughs> his books. Because yeah. there's so many good movies from the 80s and yeah. 90s, uh, which uh, was based on Stephen King. So. Yeah, many of his mm. movies, he, and he actually like writes the scripts for them. Yeah, okay. After the rights get picked up. Mm. I, know, I think it's like his contract or something. I have to write the script. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, you don't want someone to fuck your story. No, up. they actually oh. mostly do, but that's his own fault. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, I'm sure yeah. at some point it's like the director. Yeah. Fucking shit up. But. Mm. Oh well. Let's see. So I'm curious about Oslo's underground metal scene. I obviously don't know anything about it. Yeah. Is there a pretty mm. good? Blossoming scene happening. I would say it's steady. It's steady. <laughs> steady. Oslo's kind of stagnated a little bit. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I have to think a bit there, but yeah, maybe. There aren't really that many new up-and-coming bands. Oh, maybe not. As of now, from Oslo, you have the the, the young guys from uh, from Fusa, which is outside of Bergen. Uh, they got a pretty good scene. Yeah, they got some good bands. Uh, Trondheim. Yeah. But Oslo, I Yeah, that's, uh, that's true, actually. Hmm. I think there are some good uh, rock and roll and punk bands there, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, but for metal, hmm. I don't no. really think there's that many. The newest band I can think of now would be... Incinerator. Yeah, Incinerator, yeah. That's a good band name. Yeah, it is. I like that. <laughs> you should say that to the guy. He would like it. Yeah. like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, are there any local bands uh, that you would recommend? From yeah. Oslo or Norway in general? I mean, it could be Oslo, it could be Norway. Just anything off the top of your head that you're like, this band is like worth mentioning. If you like, if you like rock and roll, check out Pirate Love. They kill. Pirate Love? Yeah, yeah. They are oh, yeah, really they're good. good. They're I'll fucking great. That out. They're a bit... Uh, on the left side, but um, I mean musically, uh, but it's fucking great, really good. I mean, it's not like ACDC worship or anything. <laughs> I, ACDC, in my opinion, it's a bit redundant. All right, all right. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, but yeah, I don't really like ACDC. So like <laughs> come on, you guys. I'm, yeah, no. I'm trying to be nice. I don't want. I don't want to be pissing on people's bands, but it's just not for me. Ooh, no, really that's uh, that's exactly. Uh, it's not for me. Honestly. No, yeah. uh, some good Oslo bands. I mean, you yeah, got Ne- Necromantheon. Yeah, Purple Hill Witch. Purple Hill Witch, they're uh, fucking good. Um, I listened to them uh, recently. Yeah. They're playing Inferno. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on Friday? I think Friday. I think or so. Saturday. Mm. And um, Obliteration. 
Yes, their Ooh, latest album. They actually awesome. won a Norwegian Grammy mm. uh, nice. a couple of weeks back. Yeah. 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 And they were like called what? Obliteration. Obliteration? Yeah. They are really like that. That's the, a good band yeah. too. They should be known. I mean, I think people know them in the States. So yeah. they toured the States and yeah, released four albums, I think. Yeah, I want to do them. Yeah. They are yeah. fucking amazing. It's like autopsy. Or they were more autopsy ish yeah. before. Now it's fucking hateful. Their new album? Cynotaph. Obscure? Yeah. It's uh, that's a haunting death metal great. record. Great. Like oh uh, late, late uh, 80s and a bit early 90s in a fucking great way. Influences. Yeah. Fucking great. Amazing. You're speaking my Check language. Yeah. <laughs> I really love death metal. So yeah, like. yeah. I mean, they are one of the best death metal bands nowadays. So yeah, probably. Them out. If not Nor- Norway's best. For sure, no, it's best, yeah. Very cool. And we got some, like, Gouge, but they are, uh, I think they're over. Gouge, yeah. They fucking kill. They're fucking good. They only release one album and and one seven inch, yeah. It's like Autopsy and Repulsion. I mean, they are a bit on the grind side too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally rotten and fucking great. They are really good. But they broke up. Ah, yeah, but he said he was going to do something. Oh, shit. But let's see about that. Now he's playing yacht rock. So. Yes, <laughs> surfer rock. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Are you you guys going to Inferno? I'm going for a couple of days. Uh, some of my friends are playing. Um, nice. On tomorrow. Uh, fucking. Mm. Which day is today? Tuesday. On um, Thursday, uh, uh, some friends are playing from from Haugesund. Mm. Are playing the John D stage. Called the guys from Shakma. And then on Friday, I think the guys from Sepulchre are playing uh, at Evolved. Yeah, maybe. Mm. And that's about it, man. I'm not cool. big into like the Matrix scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's up with the Inferno now being called uh, the Matrix scene? No, it has always been like that. It's I mean, for, yeah. for us underground people. Yeah, um, for us denim and leather guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but it, it gets really disgusting here in, in uh, Easter, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, people who like to dress up and like... Bleh. Like in rubbery leather, like those long coats. Yeah. And glasses. And going out and with going corpse out. paint. And like, Ooh. They actually go out with corpse paint. It's not a joke. Yeah, and doing this black metal tours, like uh, looking at the old apartment of a black metal guy and like... Uh, yeah. Get, oh, like, where Euronymous was and, Yeah, where was he got murdered. killed. Yeah. yeah. So it's totally stupid. <laughs> yeah. But they always have some good bands. Yeah. One some. Year, yeah. Not all of them. Yeah. Well, you can't expect an entire lineup to be gold. No, but, no, but you could spend more than 10%. <laughs> or even less than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I appreciate your time, gentlemen. Thanks for having us.
those guys seem really, really cool. They were cool dudes. I appreciate anybody, and I'm not sure uh, what his name was, but the man that said that he was reading Factotum could not recommend that more. I'm a huge Charles Bukowski fan, so... I know, and... uh, <laughs> my my crazy ass is like fuck totem. That's totally a book. <laughs> there is not a single book out there called fuck totem. By the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking accents. But uh, so that was recorded the Tuesday before Inferno, mm-hmm. and I definitely saw uh like Matrix esque trench coat. At least one um, that uh, like shiny plasticky like BDSM yeah. fabric. I saw those. I saw some booty squeezed into that shit. And I definitely saw some corpse paint. I also That's... saw some women that were much, much older than me wearing much, much less than me. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, God. I'm like all about like do whatever the fuck you want, but there's to a point where you're like, I, I twelve like, you is could it, be 18 and I'd be like, I don't know if you should be wearing that. Is it too revealing? Yeah, at 50, I don't know if you should be wearing that. Oh yeah. <laughs> they were. Yeah. That's, it was. That's those diehards. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh good. Oh, but. That song. Yes, that song was super good. I'll tell you what I liked about that. I liked that they, well, I say that they start. It it didn't start slow, but I love how it started and it got faster and it got a little faster and got a little faster after that. I really appreciate bands who who like to, to pick up the speed. Like it's not just one constant tempo which i'm a i'm a fan of that but if you really want to like make me wet like get (laughs) get, just get a little faster while you're playing the songs like oh so yeah i kept trying to imagine like what it would be like to see them live i bet that would be cool i'm really sad they they weren't like performing while i was in oslo but yeah you know it was at least cool to chat with the guys yeah and uh Find, like, a hidden place in the hotel where they could, like, have their beers during the interview so we wouldn't have any, like, prying eyes <laughs> of disapproval. I have no idea if if they'd be like, what are you doing drinking beer? But it was it was nice. Good times. Good music. It is good music. And uh, go go listen to the full album if you like it, kids. I say, I say that, but I mean it for all, all the music that you hear because... It's good shit. Speaking of good shit, keeping it heavy. Now this band, I got, I I did that whole like excited, like, (gasps) and then you don't breathe for a minute. Like, oh my God. It was Vulture's Vengeance. Oh, gotcha. They're totally putting out a full length and um, I'm I'm fucking excited. I'm, I'm real happy about this. The Vengeance of Vultures. The Vengeance of Vultures. We've played them before, but if this this is your first first episode, first time hearing about them, they are an Italian 
heavy metal band. They've been around since 2009. Uh, Their first full-length album will be released May 10th. Uh, It's called The Night Lore. It's being released on Gates of Hell Records. And uh, I believe... Sir De La Cruz, you know, things are released in multiple <laughs> labels, but anyway, and of course, for a heavy metal band, they're they're doing like fantasy and freedom and life and rage and war, um, but they're a heavy metal. I'm sorry, heavy epic metal quartet. They're made up of two guys named Tony and two guys named Matt. So you got your Tonys and your Matts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the band was brought together by their passion for classic and somewhat obscure heavy metal. They recreate the sound of the 80s without sounding contrived. This is definitely for fans of Sirith Ungol, uh, Manila Road, and Merciful Fate. Uh, I wasn't familiar with the other, other two, but Merciful Fate I'm familiar with. I admit that uh, I am still very new to those two bands, but it's something that I am exploring. Uh, I've heard like maybe one Miller Road song, and I still haven't dived into Sarah Uncle, but it's on my to-do list. I've got so much to listen to these days. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, right? Uh, but we're going to listen to Vulture's Vengeance song, Eye of a Stranger.
I'm real excited about this album coming out, bud. That's good stuff. Um, I'm trying to think here, and also trying to sneeze. Don't don't do it. Not gonna happen though. It's stuck. I've already lost three of them today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I like that. Um, I don't know if you remember me talking the other day about like finding out the secret to good good metal. I. Yeah, but what did you say? It was something lead really lead guitar. Lead guitar, yeah. And but isn't that in most music? Uh some bands it's more prominent than others. Um, but like, because I had wondered so many times, like, why this and that band that I've listened to, why things were just like so like lush and like so like full. Mm-hmm. And granted, that has a lot to do with, you know producing it like the you know like the technical parts of it yeah but it also has a lot to do with the person doing the lead guitar the melody of the song and i'm like you cheating bastards (laughs) you've been doing this for so many years um but i can't figure out who this band reminds me of but this is a good song though yeah it's very good whenever there's uh They'll say, hey, this band is inspired by obscure uh, heavy metal. Mm. I'm like, I want to interview those people so I can be like, give me band names. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm pretty excited. of Vultures. Vengeance of Vultures. Yeah, I'm waiting to see if there's like a physical release uh, because I'd totally buy that shit up on vinyl. But right now I only see digital. I like the cover of the album. They have, like, solid covers. I mean, it's it's no sword woman, but... Yeah. It's it's good. I, it's nothing to be ashamed of, that's for sure. Well, uh, I'm afraid we're going to be leaving the heavy and going to get into darker territory. Now you're talking. Oh, I know. Uh, another release that I'm very excited about. This has been a good year so far. There's like a, been some really good releases. And Crips. Hmm. So I, I interviewed Crips back. Fuck. It was the Dark Descent show. It's like, I don't know, my third episode. Uh-huh. And they mentioned releasing an album. And between like then and when I got the promo, I kind of like spaced it out yeah which is probably for the best so that i wasn't like laying in bed at night going when's it dropping when do i get to hear the new crips album uh but i was real excited when i got that email I was like <laughs> fuck yes put in my ears immediately uh it's called cadaver circulation <laughs> this puppy releases may 31st so at the ass end of the month uh, they're, of course, on Dark Descent Records. This is Death Doom. Uh, this band has been around since 2008. That's quite a bit of time. Yeah, and I'm like, did these guys start the band when they were, like, 13? Maybe. They're a bunch of young guys. That or maybe my perception is just fucked up. I've totally been like, you're 12, right? And they're like, I'm 16. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> uh Tyson chicken. The Tyson chicken. (laughs) Anyway, this is their third full-length album. 
uh, you're gonna th- this this puppy will be delivering six misanthropic doom laden death metal, and we are gonna listen to vanishing. Oh yeah, and this band is from Finland. I fucking love Finnish metal. Of course, of course, of course. Here it goes.
Oh my god. I I dig that. That's my jam. I remember Crips now. As you should. You shouldn't just remember. You should find a bathtub full of Crips and dive into it and soak for days. And this bathtub, of course, is in a graveyard, and there's fog, and it's dark, and the moon is full, and there are bats flying around, and it's like, Or I have food before I fall asleep, and it like, I like wake up, oh, the crypts! And then I remember again. Oh, is that that like those weird incidences where you eat something, and then you have weird dreams? Yes. Like, oh, crypts! Oh, my God. Oh, God, I shouldn't eat that oatmeal. Go like go to the bathroom, take a piss, and then like mumble crips, crips, and then I fall back asleep. Oh. Only to repeat the cycle again. Yeah, that is heavy. That's oh. super heavy. Oh, I know. I'm into that. I I've been a fan for I don't know how many years now, but I am I'm all about this. How long have they been around? Oh fuck, dude, 2008. So, okay, 11 gotcha, gotcha. years about. That is a long time for happiness. Do you have... Mm-hmm. What, what What are you pondering, friend? The, the cover. The cover? Yeah. It's a painting that I can magically pull up. It's actually on Dark Descent's website. Are you already moving that direction? Yeah. All right, well, I'm not going to do that. Because uh, I I do get the uh, album art when I get the promos, but I don't put it on on the thing with Jig, because uh, it's not necessary. I apologize. And forgive me, what was the album called again? It's uh, Cadaver Circulation. Oh, it's, yeah. It's right there. I wrote it. Cadaver Circulation. And my handwriting is not complete shit. Only a little shit. Yeah. But then again, I'm comparing my handwriting to people that wrote in cursive like 150 years ago. Their handwriting was amazing. <laughs> but th- There it is. Yeah. Ooh. Right? See, I knew it. Like, you hear a band like this, mm-hmm. and you're like, I bet the artwork is going to be super morbid. And it is. Oh, dude. Uh, Dark Descent actually posted a picture of the fancy color vinyl uh-huh. and it's predominantly green like a mossy kind of deep green let me see if I can pull that shit up dark descent records anyway uh, there it is there's some like gold nice. and black in there too I Swampy. Got really, really close to pre-ordering that. It's definitely some alligators in that in that vinyl. Oh, those alligators chomp on corpses. But Barry, what are we doing out in the middle of a swamp? And you're dead. You're right? You look like dead. you look like the album cover, which is pretty rad painting it by uh, somebody. I don't know who. Didn't 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 dive that deep into it. I just know it's a good album. It's 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 it was hard picking a song. I'm gonna listen to the is so the full the album's out. The album is out at the end of the month. End of the month, okay. You can listen to 
two songs on Bandcamp, Sinking Transient Waters and The Reek of Loss. Gotcha. Those are two songs that you can listen to because you heard Vanishing. So that's a total of three songs off this album that you can hear. I'm going to wish list it so once it does become available, I may actually buy this. And then uh, I've been listening to a lot of a lot of metal at work. Mm-hmm. Like really, like headphones, soaking it in. That's a good way of doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. You should definitely listen to their other albums too yeah they've got they've got quite a few yeah i mean this is a third full length but they've released like eps and and whatnot i will definitely do that hell yeah tell me twice i won't Ooh. all right so we listened to some fucking death doom let's let's get all up in that tech death now, tech death is not typically a genre that I am super fond of because of... It seemed like a lot of bands were like, stay tech. Like I mentioned that earlier. And they just put the blinders up and just like everything's very... Eh. I'm very specific about my, my tech metal bands, tech death metal bands. Yeah. But uh, this band is on Willowtip. Mm-hmm. So that definitely makes me go... I like what... like. You like what they've been doing lately. I yeah. like what they've been doing lately. And they're from Denver. Oh. So there's there's the the love my home state. So got to pay attention to that. Also, it's they're doing something darker. There's definitely some darkness, maybe some like black elements in there. Their themes. I mean, that fits the theme of the music. It's very like horror, sci-fi, Lovecraftian. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the name itself, the Veil of Nath. I'm oh. assuming the P is silent. P N A T H. The Veil of Panath. Panath. Put some Panath in it. Anyway, the band name is from H. P. Lovecraft. It is a vast pit in the underworld it's filled with a mountain-sized heap of bones and (laughs) night gaunts often carry helpless victims to the veil where they are left to die yes very dark Uh, this album is fueled with death adrenaline and shrouded in black metals iniquitous aura that should be interesting it See is. You can pull this off. Oh, yes. Uh, but this album, uh, Accused, is their album. Uh, it will be released May 17th. And we're going to listen to the song, The Darkest Gate.
Circle, Dark Escape, The Dark Escape by Vail Nath. What do you think of that? I really liked it. You know who it reminds me of? Uh, tell me. Black Metal's Finest, in my opinion, Dark Funeral. Mm. And guess what? Chicken Butt. Who are they touring with? Dark, Dark Funeral. Funeral. Oh, Devastation I know. on the Nation. Yes. Tour. Uh, they That starts uh, May 17th and goes through June 15th. And for those of you in the Dallas area, they're playing at the Gas Monkey Bar and Grill on the 11th of June. Are we going? It says May 17th. Maybe this is old. That's when the event starts. The oh, tour yeah. starts May gotcha. 17th. <clears throat> yeah, they're also playing with Belfagor, Incantation, and there are other bands on that ticket. Freaking but. hate. Do you, do you love hate? I do love hate. They're, <laughs> they're, it's like another version of Behemoth. Mm. It's pretty interesting. I think hate's from Poland, too. Pretty sure they are. Mm. But I got confused when I was looking at the, the flyer for it because I was like, there's Veil of Nath, and then there's another Veil of Nath, and it's two logos, two different logos. Oh, so they got two different logos. They, like, I don't know when, but yeah, they had a, a logo that was much more like, I don't know, metal, squiggly lined letters, while this one is definitely more clean. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's legible. More geometric. Yeah. I don't, I, I like it. Yeah, me too. I, I definitely like the, the tech death parts because immediately when it started, the first thing that I was thinking of like is right off the bat, Dark Funeral. I expected it to kind of be the, the other way around. It would be like start with tech death and then maybe go into the black metal. Yeah. But I liked that they picked that first. It was a very brief moment too of, of tech deathy stuff. wasn't... It wasn't just like overbearing. Yeah. They they weren't being ridiculous with their stay tech. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag stay tech. Right. Make that a thing. Oh, the the Archspire. I, I think they have that on a t-shirt. Ah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it was just by no means something that I just like magicked out of thin air. And voluntary doppelganger. I still am like I like that album. It's a good album. But I'm also like I'm not buying it yet. It's been on my bank camp <laughs> wish list forever. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you liked it. All hail Colorado metal. Fuck yes. Uh, how about we uh, get a little bit closer to home um, with this next act? Sherman, Texas? No, no. Does anything come from Sherman, Texas besides mm. you, bud? Well, there is one band from Sherman, Texas, but... Really? They, yeah. Well, yeah. Eh. eh. It's not cult they're, they're or metal not, enough. They're not even worth mentioning. So, yeah. Man, that's. Ugh. If that band hears this, it's like getting punched in the gut. I'll fight them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll back you up, bud. We'll go down together. <laughs> Be like, don't make me sick, Sabrina, on your freaking ass. No, no. That that's that's the dumb noise. Anyway. Uh, we're going to hear Widower from Austin, Texas. 
Are you familiar? I'm familiar with Austin. Well, <laughs> yeah. Austin is the fun part of Texas. Keep Austin weird. It's the most liberal part of Texas, I would say. I enjoy Austin. Me I was telling too. Matthew that the other day. Like yeah, we need to go on a... Oh, they also have Austin Terror Fest, and I yeah, really want to go to that real bad. We should do like just a, like a road trip. You and Matt can go look at synth stores, and I'll just like immerse myself in glorious metal. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Anyway, uh, Widower, they are releasing their album uh, May 24th. It is Cataclysmic Sorcery. Ooh, they're an independent band playing Black Thrash. This is their first full-length album they formed back in 2011. Uh, This album delivers nine tracks full of rapid-fire drumming, dueling guitar, harmonies, uh, tortured screams, and pummeling thrash rhythms. They blur the lines of Black Death and Thrash. Mm. That's I me know. smacking. Right? <laughs> Delicious. It's a 10. <laughs> you haven't even heard it. Uh, you're going to hear Into the Crypt. Yeah. 
So, bud, did you enjoy that sweet, sweet Austin, Texas, Black and Thrush? I did. And I remember I I remembered at least one of the bands that it reminded me of. There are little parts here and there that reminded me of uh Misery Index. Hmm. Didn't they release an album recently? Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to all of it, but uh definitely like the thrashy parts in there and Oh god, what? I didn't I didn't fart. Oh god, Matt's dropping fucking stinking clouds. Poison fog. Poison <laughs> fog. That's a good song. But yeah, um I'm I'm very You pleased? I'm very impressed with that. That's good. I'm starting to like slowly and I don't mean for this to sound bad. I think I had mentioned this before, but it seems like every time I think of, um, you know, you always hear oh, of a, a metal band from Texas, and you're like, well, how good can it be? Unless we're, you know, you know what I mean? Like local, local, you know what I mean? Oh, like, well, yeah, yeah, I I mean, I get it. But then again, you're like, local in Texas is a big fucking state. Yeah. So it might be Austin, but that's still three hours away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh impressive. I like it. And right. I like the the cover too, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Well, next up some uh black death death black that combination. It's like some black some death and you swirly it's like a swirly cone uh-huh. of black and death. You know, and you just like lick it because it's it's already hot in Texas, and ice cream is nice. always is always the answer. So this is a Black Death swirly cone of <laughs> uh, d- endless spiritual embodiment is the name of this album from Suxperion. S X U P E R I O N Suxperion. Uh, oh, I, you, that right? would be my guess. That is not uh, a common combination of words that I'm aware of. <laughs> it's American band, so it's not like I'm trying to jump over Slovakian words yeah. over here. Uh, it's actually a one-man band. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy a one-man band. Oh, me too. Right? Leviathan, Convulsing. Other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head. One of them was on the black metal episode. Rur? R R U R. Oh, is is good shit. Anyway, anyway, this is being released on Bloody Mountain Records. I've never heard of that record label, but I'm like, Neither that's a, I. that's a good name. <laughs> All right, themes of darkness, evil, and anti-religion. I guess you could say it was formed in 1998. Mm-hmm. The yeah. I- the idea or like officially officially the band. I mean, that's just what Metal Archives tells me. Tells oh, me. gotcha. Yeah. Or or the uh press release that came with it. I can't remember which. Anyway, uh it's one man American band. Hey, the guys. Uh this is his fourth album. 
Uh, you could describe the music as chaotic, doom-laden, blackened death, I guess. It's uh, deep and disturbing. Oh, here we go. Oh. Back to that again. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, I hope you enjoy this song. It is called Sacred Chamber of the Enlightenment. Off of Doesn't Endless so Spiritual Embodiment. Uh, anyway, this released back in uh, May on the 3rd. Here it goes.
So, one band band. How'd you like it, bud? As, just as you said, it was pretty dark. There's a little weird part in there in the middle. I, uh, I like... Yeah. When, uh, when they do the whole, like, spatial thing, like, trying to figure out which weird instrument they're going to put where, like, hard left, hard right, in the middle. It's very, uh, there's a lot going on with that. It, it sounded like there was, like, an orchestra, but if it's a one-man band, granted, it's probably... Synthesized. Yeah, MIDI something. But it was good. That was it. Was very, uh, it was very straightforward, and I I like that, like from start to finish. Yeah, indeed. I feel like the album art projects that pretty well because it's just like black and white, bam, nothing frilly, straightforward. Huh. Yeah, it's good shit. Also, where we've come. To the last, the last band. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. This is another Dark Descent release. Uh, Lucifer. That's, it's a very cult spelling. L-V-C-I-F-Y-R-E. Anyway, this is an EP that releases May 24th. It's called Sacrament. Uh, their themes are Satanism, chaos, depth, darkness, and death. I'm familiar mm. with that. <laughs> uh, this is a black death metal band from 2007. Uh, it's their second EP. They also have two full-length albums. Uh, they're from London. Not a whole lot of bands. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot. Yeah, right? You're not like, hmm, Black, Black Death. London! Anyway, uh, let's see. We're going to listen to Death's Head in Crown. <laughs>
Lucifer. <laughs> Lucy Fire. <laughs> well, that was that was strange, but good. Mm-mm. Starts off strange, and then gets a little stranger. But I like the uh, the uh, bending tremolo pick parts. Bendy trims. What'd you call them, Matt? Bendelos? Bendelos. Yeah, it was it was good. Um the the artwork is definitely fitting for for that type of atmosphere. And I liked the like the start of like the the nasty man vocals. I don't know what type of vocals you call those, but 
Nasty man works. He's like, it's like just hateful. I have no clue what they're saying, but. Yeah, not a lot of, uh, the, there are not a lot of lyrics. When, when I like get an album and I check it out and I decide whether or not I want to play it and rarely do I see lyrics. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's good fun. Uh, also that EP is breaking a five year silence. Yeah. So fans of this band are probably like, fuck yes. Oh, gotcha. Thank you for finally putting something out. I was, for some reason in my head, I was thinking like we, we have a secret that we've been needing to tell everybody and here it is. But you're saying that they haven't had a release in that long. Yeah. That's a long time. Indeed. Uh, you can also hear The Great Curse, and I'm only... This This is the... This can't be how it's pronounced. Mordurka? <laughs> Mord... <laughs> Durka do. I don't know. It's a cat cover, K-A-T. Uh, you can hear both of those on Bandcamp. But yeah, it's like, what, five or six songs? Anyway, it's it's fucked, dude. It's going to be out on the 24th, so you can just hear the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it's coming up. Indeed. Well, I think that this is a pretty, pretty beefy episode for May. Maybe one of our longest. There, There's definitely beef in this, and like when you cut the beef open, there's more beef. Right? like <laughs> yeah well let's see so we had two interviews for this episode and I'm really glad that I found a band in Norway that wasn't a black metal band because I feel like everybody expects like oh Norway yeah. black metal and I'm like that heavy metal band over there I'd like to interview them please thank you <laughs> I have plenty of good things to say about that band too that that really surprised me by the way it's a good album. I actually, you know, bought it and stuff. Yeah. Um, I have another Norwegian band uh, for the June episode that I think you might appreciate. And I have another one lined up, but I haven't actually done it yet. So fingers crossed. It's uh, hard getting like, hey, you're seven hours ahead of me so let's try to like oh yeah coordinating schedule time. times and people in bands are more than just in bands you know they have jobs they're going to school life and then you've got band shit on top of it it's i'm sure one of the craziest things to like wrap my head around is when y'all were in norway mm-hmm. like the time obviously the time difference i yeah. was like by the time that I'm, like, going to bed at night, mm-hmm. y'all are, like, well, I'm exaggerating this, but, like, it would be time for y'all to, like, wake up and go explore. And I was, like, that's so crazy to me. Yeah. So crazy. It was definitely a, a challenge to adjust. Yeah, that that whole thing, like, I, ugh, that gives me the jeebies thinking about the jet lag and... yeah. Well, <gasps> I've heard that if you sleep on the plane, like say you're on the on a plane for twelve hours, because uh-huh. flew from Dallas 
to Frankfurt or Germany and then to Oslo in that big big span between the US and Germany would have been an excellent time to sleep on the plane. Yeah, there's no sleeping for this guy. But it's so hard, especially on the flight back. There was this baby that was just like shrieking and I'd like nod off and then the baby would be like, I'm making loud baby noises. (laughs) And I'm like, can we just put your baby in the overhead? Turn him off. Turn (laughs) him off now. Where's the mute button on this baby? (laughs) But anywho, uh, thank you, internet people. For tuning into another episode of the Bitchin' Cast. And don't forget to go out and support any of the bands that you've heard today. Uh, go go see them live. Buy their merch. Buy their music. Send them a nice message. Like, hey, you, you guys kick ass. Because it's... Uh, when you work really hard on something, it's nice to hear those things. Yeah, so support support your local bands. And if you if you found any good music and you think that Bitchin needs to know about it, email me. Sabrina at bitchinmetal.com. Uh, I actually have a band that someone told me about, and I didn't have time to play them on this episode, but I'm going to play them on the June one. So tune in! Saving up. To, to hear that. And uh, be nice to each other. Stay metal. (laughs) Goodbye.